0: Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit AbyssBattery.com. The
1: 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911, and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com.
2: Low ride! Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to basically talk about home SOP. For those of you in the military and a lot of other jobs, honestly, you know that SOP is Standard Operating Procedures. And it's basically the norm of how to handle things. Now, we actually had a listener send in an email, uh, Cameron, And he mentioned about, you know, kind of writing down and having a list of things that people should do if things go wrong or what happens if we're away. What do I, you know, what should my wife do if she's far away or things like that? You know, how to uh, plan for the out of the ordinary.
0: Right, right. And, you know, also, also, you know, kind of having a list of of your first priorities. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy for you to have it in your mind. When everything's calm and nothing's going wrong, but you know the power goes out and And all shit goes, everything goes to hell. Fill
2: all my water tanks, right? Whatever, right?
0: And what do you do first? What's second? What's third? You know, what are the priorities? And it's nice to have it written down so you can look at it, and it's nice to have it written down so that if you're not home, and somebody else can look at it,
2: can look at exactly. And one of the things Kevin got excited about, he was like, "Fire drills! We could do fire drills." (laughs) Cause he's like, I remember my kids had come home and they were like, dad, we have to check the smoke detectors and, and learn about fire drills. And everybody in the family wanted to get on board with getting excited about where to meet and whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me stories about it, my house and me and my kids, but I'm not sure they were accurate. I don't really know, (laughs) but a lot of times I'm not really paying attention when things are going on.
0: It's hard to really pay attention to kids because so much stupid stuff um, comes
2: out I'm of like, their mouth. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> so that's what I want to talk about, and kind of things maybe you should plan for, things you might think about for it, and just how in general you know you can get your family squared away so that everybody's on the same page, and if you're not around, things can be happening. You know, if you're like, oh, I got to spend two days getting home from where I am because it's a long walk and whatever, you know, or maybe even the power goes out. I know when we had our big blackout in the Northeast eight years ago, whatever the hell it was, and I was normally an hour and a half away, but because not a single streetlight was working and you can imagine coming out of like New York City without streetlights working made, you know, a three-hour trip or whatever into a, well, hour-and-a-half trip into, like, a four- or five-hour trip. Right. And that was lucky. So, anyway, that that's what I was thinking. Now, what I did is I actually went to, uh like, when they have the school supply sales and whatever, and I was there one time. Um You know how they have those, like, really fancy binders that you wouldn't buy for your kids. Right. The ones that are like $8 and you're like, Ooh, Oh my God, $8. Got $8. What are you crazy? Uh-huh. You know, the ones like that they put in the bin with all the ones that are on sale and you're right. like, Oh, this one's Check nice.
0: This one out. yeah. It's like
2: $3 or whatever. I'm going to buy two. <laughs> and then you go up to the register and they're like, Ooh, $8. And you're like, what? You crazy. Yeah. That one. one of those. That's the one I'm talking about. So Basically, it's got, like, the little tabs where you rip the piece of paper and you you write down. Write it in there. Tornado. Right. Powers out. You know, that kind of thing. So that people can grab, like, the family binder and, oh, something's going on. I'm seeing it. I'm getting the alerts on my TV. And, or their cell phone, you know, the automatic text is popping up. Hey, you're a dumbass. Take shelter or something. They can go, oh, let me go to the binder and see what I should be doing to help get the house ready since mom and dad aren't here. Right. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Now, the way I set up mine, not only did I put up these categories in the different areas, but I also kind of based it on in the Navy, we have something called the 3M system. That managed material maintenance or right. some crap like yep. that. I don't even remember. I was what in it charge stands. of our 3M program. You were, you at were one in point. charge?
0: Yeah. Don't remember any of it now. When but.
2: I went looking for a job, they were like, well, but are you 3M qualified? And I was like, well, actually, I think I am. Mm-hmm. And I went through my stuff. I actually had the stuff there. I was like, I, I have my paperwork. Right. They were like, "Thank God," because otherwise you got to do it all over again for this job. And I'm like, "Oh, that would not be good." Yeah. So because it was a nightmare. Um. So basically, what they did is the 3M system. They also use binders or have cards. And I, I think they pulled it up on a computer. Maybe I don't even remember. But you'd like print out the sheet. I don't. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was in a binder.
0: Yeah, I never had a computer. With mine.
2: Now? Okay. So, yeah, that, that sounds right. Like it's a pl- hard plastic card or something or you right. know, hard paper, whatever. So anyway, I kind of pulled up one to freshen up my memory there. And, and I'm guessing the Army has something similar, but maybe, I couldn't find it online. They were like the Army Preventative Maintenance System. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have anything cool like 3M like we do. Right, right. And I'm feeling like maybe that's why their shit always breaks down and the army gets there late. Yep. That seems accurate to me. But you army guys might be cursing me right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just know Navy cutting edge. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. The tip of the spear. Tip of the spear. (laughs) The army is the shaft. I think the RB gets the shaft I'm <laughs> not sure how that works exactly but uh so anyway a, a typical 3m card um usually like in a top corner there's it's really geared towards maintenance and you might kind of set up some of these things in your house as like annual maintenance you might have a section where you do that you know in your binder you know, where you're checking your smoke detectors, your fire extinguisher, maybe rotate your water or change out the gas in your generator. You know, whatever it is that you do normally that, you know, put in fresh gas and throw some stable in there with the generator, whatever. So you have like a frequency section. It'll describe like the system in another box like, oh, this is for the generator, you know, or or whatever. Um, the next box I think this really could apply to your family is who's qualified to do it. Right. Now it would be a certain pay grade like, oh, it's got to be, you know, a a electronic technician, second class or above, or, or it might be somebody who's been to, you know, we'll say CPR trained or, you know, whatever. Somebody has some special skill or whatever, or it might be something that anybody who can read can do, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But the idea is you set it up your way. Now, you'd obviously then have a section for like maintenance requirement description. You know, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to change the oil in the car or swap out the gas in the generator. Safety precautions. Mm -hmm. Oh, a lot of times when you're draining out the gas, you want it to be outside so it doesn't dump all over the floor. Mm -hmm. These are things that, you know, you might have notes on. Right, you know, go outside. Use this strainer. Have that bucket. The bucket has to be able to hold this many gallons, or you know, whatever.
0: Yep, and I, you know, I've run into that problem before. Yeah. Where, you know, you're you're draining your oil tank, and then you realize I've never had a problem with the oil tank. It's been when I've been in cars and I really had to go pee, <laughs> and all there was were beer bottles. <laughs> and then and now you know <laughs> that you
2: might need the gallon size, right? Right, jug. you
0: need the you need the big gulp.
2: I saw a guy once came to the jobs. He used to carry a uh, a laundry detergent bottle.
0: For what? For piss? For piss. Nice.
2: And I'm like, we have a bathroom here. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Don't worry about it.
0: Uh-huh. All right.
2: Okay. Sounds right. You know, so teach each his own, right? Some people like to save it. I see on Facebook, they have all kinds of like little things you can hook up to your car and I always wonder, you know, you have like the drain hose, you just drill a hole in the bottom and you're going down the road and it could just go right out. Mm-hmm. But I think you need something that doesn't really restrict the flow. Like you're going to need a decent size hose to really, if that backs up on you, you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. We might've got off topic there just a tiny bit, but you know, these are life lessons right there.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're never going to get to Florida in three hours if you have to, uh, if you have to stop and pee.
2: That NASA girl with the diapers. Uh-huh. Whatever. You know, yeah. you got to do what you got to right. do. Sometimes
0: you have to kidnap your ex-boyfriend, and the only option, you can't be seen at the gas stations. Nah. Your only option is to wear a diaper the whole drive. <laughs> Space Each diapers.
2: So all right. So then you have, uh, I, I started to say it, tools and equipment. Right. So that would actually be like the funnel, the, the drain pan, you know, all this kind of crap. Then the procedure of how to do it and the location maybe of the tools, maybe of the equipment in the Navy. They were talking about the location of the equipment that you Mm -hmm. were working on the system, but you know, whatever. And then maybe the date in the bottom corner of when the card kind of was updated and things like that. So that's basically a rough format of things you might want to write down like a way to go about it so that anybody can follow the steps. And I think that was the Navy's big thing was to make it so that anybody can walk in and follow the step by step. And yet, you know, it's done right. You know, that kind of thing. So there's, you know, a lot of different things. So I wrote down a list of some different uh, things that you might want to prep for. But also, you also need to spend some time. Um, with the family and say, look, this is where we keep things. This is where our food storage is. This is where our water storage is. This is where the circuit breaker is. This is where we shut off the water for the house Mm that, you know, if something's leaking and you can't figure out a shut off using normal, logical, whatever, this is how you shut off everything, Mm -hmm. you know, that way things don't flood. Um, something to think about, but, uh, this is where fire extinguishers are, you know? This is where the guns are. Yeah. You know, this is where extra ammo is. Whatever. So, a lot of things that you might put in this binder, I mean, me, number one, the first thing which comes up in a lot of scenarios is what do you do when the power goes out? Um. You know, and maybe you say you don't need to do anything for two or three hours. Deal with it. Yeah. You know, suck it up. Don't open the refrigerator. You know different things like that. Maybe fill your water, you know, in in the bathtub and the you know, the washing machine, and you know, fill the water, Bob, whatever. But maybe you're not even that worried. You're like, yeah, you know, there's yeah, it's been whatever, a windy two day. Hours it'll be windy back, day, back it'll on be back on. But then as it gets to the three hour mark, do you do this? All right. What if How it's winter How do you start time? the generator? How do, you, How do we yep. start the generator? So a next step that I kind of took in my electrical you know power outage section is i talked about you know this is where the breaker box is again these are things that you're going to want to go through with your family as well right but this is where the breaker box is then i put red tape on all the essential ones i want them to turn on you know whatever and then add you know blue tape to ones where it's winter time and i need to keep the furnace going right and the blue tape might take out some of the red tape ones like, you know, you could say, oh, one's with red and blue for winter and just red for any time, you know, normal. So things like that, Um, you know, maybe you don't want air conditioners running when you have the generator going, but maybe you do, you know, these are all things that it really depends what your system and setup is, but that's what you want to kind of lay out for your family. Um, You know, like I said, then you need to take them down. You know, once you get this binder kind of complete, you need to take the family around and show them. Here's where it is. Here's how you turn a breaker on and off. This is how you find out if it's tripped. Mm-hmm. You know, these kind of things. These are things that a lot of people don't know anymore.
0: Right. A lot of people don't know how to turn off their water. They don't know how to turn off anything in their house as no, far as ele- they have no electrical goes. No idea where,
2: you know, things are or what to do about it. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe you have issues like with your furnace and you have a standard... You know, hey, I'm out of town and the furnace shuts off. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Well, you know, you go check the, you know, the no heat, you know, scenario. This is where our spare kerosene heater is. This is how you, you know, try and reset the furnace. Mm -hmm. This is how you make sure there's oil in there. Yeah, This is how you change the nozzle if you have to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be a 3M card kind of thing. Right, right. You know, you want to be prepared. And
0: furnaces can be tricky. And, uh, you know, I think any, every man that owns his own house knows about the battles with the furnace. You can't count on your 16 year old kid to take care of that for you unless you have a step-by-step guide on what to do.
2: Exactly. Like we've all seen that movie with the kid with the BB gun and he shoots his eye out. Right. Dad Is was that, always Dad's fighting the furnace. Fighting the furnace, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you know, that's, that's your nemesis as a man. hmm Um, Who knows? So these are the kind of things, like no heat in the winter and you can't get a hold of dad. Hey, open up the binder. There's a no heat section. Right. You know, Um, tornado section. What if you hear the tornado alarm and mom and dad aren't around? Mm -hmm. What do you do? Okay. You know, so you talk about, you know, your basic stupid safety that you learned at school about... Being, like, under archways of door frames or trying to go, you know, to the basement. Right, hiding under your desk when the nuclear bomb goes off. Yeah, exactly. Kevin likes to hide under desks for, you know, nuclear bombs. Um, Hurricane, you know, boarding up windows, pulling in the lawn furniture. It might be something about just saving shit so it doesn't get destroyed. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, God, life or death. Mm -hmm. Some things are just good things, you know. Um, earthquake. Well, no, you're probably not going to do things before an earthquake. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that's hard to predict. Turns right. out they have a little trouble with that, but you could have, this is what you need to do after an earthquake happens
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, have some steps there. Um, now nuclear disaster, you know, we talked about, you know, our Chernobyl episode, not that long ago, different things you guys could, you know, do to prepare for that. um, fire what if there's like a forest fire coming through your area Mm -hmm. what if there's a fire in your house right you know these kind of things they're all you know whatever but then you have some other now these are a little more outside the box like what if you walk in That's something you talk about with your kids and you find the handgun laying on the counter do you panic do you whatever Mm -hmm. you need to talk to your kids about these things one Cause you don't want them to pick up the gun and shoot their eye out when they're little kids, mm-hmm. but two, so they don't panic and call the police and on your gun on the counter. Right. You, you need to cover both ways on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you should be leaving your gun on the counter, but maybe if you're getting ready for work in the morning and you put your gun on the counter, it might be something that's there
0: mm-hmm. and
2: you've forgotten your coffee. I hope you're not forgetting your gun on the counter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But What if you did?
0: But shit happens.
2: But shit happens. And you need your kid calling the sheriff in a panic?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, it's not, that it doesn't end well.
2: That doesn't end well. So, something to maybe talk to your family about. Martial law. Mm hmm. Is there something maybe your family should be doing if, you know, they hear stuff like that on the radio? Right. I don't know what you might want to do. I'm just putting that out there. That might be something mm-hmm. you need to consider.
0: You know your area and you know your family. So you know what you need to plan for.
2: You know, maybe who to contact or who to, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And you know, I,
0: I think that's an important thing. Uh, an important thing that that gets passed up a lot is having that list of of uh, important numbers. Yes. You know, do you have the non-emergency contact number for the police? Everyone's Poison got it control. in their cell phone, but do yep. you have
2: those numbers? Mm-hmm. Are they written out somewhere that's right. not electronically stored? Mm-hmm. Do you have Do you have Probably grandma's number Nobody written down does, somewhere?
0: Right? You know, you don't know. I mean, everybody should have an out-of-area contact. Yeah. You know, if if you can't get a hold of mom and dad, you can't get a hold of anybody around, then at least a family member that you can we check can in with. Make that, a sound yeah.
2: decision or, right. hey, try this, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, I, I know there was one time way back, and I don't think I've told you guys this story, but uh, I used to have some rental properties, and... I had some uh, little kid show up one day and, and he uh, he's like, oh, you know, he's like eight years old. It's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm evicting a tenant or the tenant had been evicted and I'm cleaning up all the garbage and whatever that had been left. And this kid comes up all crying and whatever. And he's like, oh, my dad beats me. It's horrible. And I had to get out of the house and run away. And you need to uh, save me. You know Mm -hmm. So I'm like Yeah you know You can't come inside But you can Because we're out on the porch Working whatever Right We're like yeah Hang out with us You know Sit up on the the front porch here And whatever And we call the police Because whatever What else you can do I don't know Right So I call the police Three freaking hours Before the cops show up Really And you're like Oh I have some strange kid here And we're in a city So like You know Right It shouldn't be like that (laughs) Right. They're five minutes down the road. No, and that's it. The guy, the police station is like a mile away. Mm -hmm. And I kept going. I'd call him back like every half hour Mm -hmm. and be like, dude, you want me to just bring him down? Oh, no, you can't do that. You can't drive him anywhere. Well, okay, but I want to go home, you know? Yeah. And, but the reason I bring this up is we're like, well, do you have somebody we can call? Do you know your grandmother's phone number? Well, no, I don't know my grandmother's phone number, but do you know her name? Because he, we're like, where do you go? You know, who do you know? Well, my grandma lives, you know, two miles away or whatever. Well, great, what's her number? Oh, I don't know. Well, what's her name? Oh, I don't know. It's grandma. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, uh, uh, come on, work with me. And you know, eventually the cop came, and the guy's like, yeah, I was just sitting at a speed trap for whatever. They never told me to come, and I'm like. <laughs> And yep. we kept calling back and they're all oh, yeah they're coming.
0: They're on their way. Yeah, but no it's it's important for kids uh you know when you have younger kids it's important to have um some options for them. Yes. You know, I've got a list of phone numbers on my refrigerator held over from when when my kid was uh you know 10 or 12 years old right. and was coming home from school and had 2 hours before I got home from work. You know, it was uh Chuck's number is up there,
2: oh. you know. Chuck's the go to.
0: He's, he's one of the uh one of the go to calls. But I mean it's important to have your kids um have access to information that they, they may need in an emergency. Now Also the case with uh with uh some wives. Yeah. They, <laughs> they have, have to have access emergency. for emergency. Yeah. They have to have emergency phone numbers.
2: Now, this is a big one that always uh, actually does get discussed and, and stressed at my house Is you need to, uh, what do they do if the police knock on the door? And, you know, or, you know, any stranger knocks on the door. These are discussions maybe you don't have in your SOP binder. Mm hmm but there are discussions that you should plan out and decide and have a standard operating procedure of what to do when these things happen. Uh uh-huh. You know, it's a crazy world we live in, you know, and anybody can be anybody, you know, do you, now you decide what's right for your family and you know what you want to be, you know, your approach for, Oh, come on in and have cookies and beer. Or, you know, whatever with the police. Maybe it's the sheriff. Maybe you like the sheriff, but the regular cops, or maybe it's a statey, you know? Mm-hmm. State police, you don't want to let those guys in. Come on. Now when your governor's my governor.
0: Yeah, you can't trust him.
2: You know? But maybe the sheriff, he's your bestie, you know? You're like, oh, I, I read about you on the NRA uh, website, you know? Then it's, you know, come on in. We'll have beer and uh, bourbon and biscuits, right? There you go. No, that's not the norm.
0: No, not the norm with the cops. I mean, if you if you're that acquainted with your local police officer, there might be uh might be an issue there. Maybe you should stop beating your wife so much.
2: Oh, why is it gonna turn ugly? So, like the last thing I had for like SOPs well actually the last thing for the SOPs for the house would be like, you know, do you have designated like meet up places? So if there was a house fire or, you know, and there's smoke everywhere, you do kind of want, you know, hey, let's all end up in one place. So dad's not running back in looking for Jimmy. Looking for a kid who's in the backyard. And the kids, you know, went out the other door and just nothing. So, you know, having these discussions, having a plan can make things go a lot better. And you can have plans for other things. You know, Mm -hmm. you can take this as far as you want it. Right. Maybe you want to put a trap door in the floor of the kitchen that goes out to the backyard. That might be part of your plan.
0: Who knows? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's the thing about making these plans and writing up a, a, a sheet like this is you can do it once and then you don't have to worry about it again. Yes. You know, you set it up. It's
2: nice to have the little refresher once right. a year or whatever, where you kind of go through it. But realistically, if it's written down and laid out. Mm -hmm. You could, you know, you could go through every scenario in like 20 minutes. Right. I mean, it's not a big, you know, crisis. You know, maybe that's your annual maintenance on it is to go through 20 minutes and everybody kind of look at the list and, you know, whatever. That kind of thing. Something to think about. Now, Cameron. Cameron. Mentioned that you may want one for like when you're away from town. What if you're on vacation? Mm-hmm. Do you have like a plan of being ready, and you know do you what do you put in your vehicle some extra things? do you have maybe a going on a trip you know list of things you could add mm-hmm. things like that might be really cool. There's a lot of cool you know gear that you might have I know you could check out on our youtube channel. I did a you know bug out vehicle bag a bug out bag for your vehicle or mm-hmm. something like that.
0: Something that that's a little bit heavier than a backpack. Right. But that has everything you need for Well, maybe
2: not your, you know, camping or whatever thing, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know what you need. Well, I do know, but I'm telling you, you got to go to my video on YouTube. Yeah.
0: and we don't know what you need specifically. You know, everybody's everybody's an, an individual, a <sighs> special little snowflake, and everybody has special little needs. So... I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff to consider. I know though, when I go know?
2: hiking, I can go on a three mile hike. I don't need to bring water bottles and whatever. But I know if I bring my kids,
0: you got to oh, bring snacks. We're you got to bring. Thirst. Yep.
2: Why aren't there band-aids in your car? Yeah,
0: you got to bring Mountain Dew. You can't just bring water. God forbid they had to drink it's, water. You know,
2: I mean, you got to commit to things. You know, you got to mm-hmm. really plan.
0: And it's do you remember different- when you had like a a little kid like a one- or two-year-old, and remember, like, just getting ready to go to the grocery store? is a nightmare. You got to bring snacks I, I and diapers. Those times and, out. Yeah, it's a whole big fucking ordeal. I'm so glad that my kids are, like, old enough to take care of themselves in the sense Whew. that they can just get in the car and be ready to go. Handle it. Yeah.
2: That's what I'm looking for. That's why we need standard operating procedures. That's right. We'll call it the handle it book. hmm you know, we'll have the big binder, and I'm gonna have one of the kids take like colored tape and just write out "handle it." Handle on the it, freaking. Uh, there you book. go. And then my kids are gonna be like, "Dad, th- there's a tornado coming. What do I do?" And I'll just text them, "Handle it," and they'll go right to the binder.
0: They know what's up. And everything. Will work and you out. guys can't see this at home, but Chug literally does have a big binder here. And it is with an $8 all his own. Yeah, it's the fancy around. one.
2: It's, you know, I don't mess around. You know, we're we're top shelf over here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's where you move into that prepping badass neighborhood. That's right. That's you know, hey, we take it to the next level. Here we make a commitment mm-hmm. and we, we see it through. So I don't know if you guys know this, but if you're a fan of the show, you may have heard us mention Tac yep they actually send to my house fancy boxes of amazing goodies that are a r related mm-hmm. now one of them did get forwarded to one of my kids and it was in Maine for like three months. but it came back
0: that's right that's it, arrived it was on my it was doorstep. going to your kid instead of you. I, I mean, I'm that's really how out. you do your... That's really how that's you, how you try and low-key. stay off the grid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Put, put your kids on there. But got some nice pack tumblers. Like, the is that your to-go coffee mug thing? Right, you call with it? the seals up. Mm-hmm. Got one of those. Maybe some AR-15 sites. Now, some of you are like, gee, man, that's like three months ago. Well, Maine is very far away. <laughs> so, you know, it's hard to get these things. And then he's like, oh, my friends are coming up. They're going to drop it on the porch And then it was like three weeks later
0: mm-hmm.
2: I come out from cutting the lawn this weekend Bam New tack pack Sitting on the front steps nice. I'm like oh yeah It's
0: always nice when you get those those boxes in the mail And you have You know it's like Christmas every month
2: It's like Christmas every month mm-hmm. Here next month's going to have $100 value Nice Quality products in there Now there is a if you use the code badass, they're gonna hook you up with some free gifts and mm-hmm. some cool shit. Yeah, if you you know something. sign up for that, I don't know what. And also, I actually shared a link in the prepping badass group. If you join the group, that they'll send you some free like metal targets or something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you use that code, whatever code you use, I'm okay with. My feelings won't be hurt if you don't use code badass. Although. If you use the code BADASS, I feel like it's going to ensure that my pack keeps arriving arriving? consistently Mm -hmm. every month. That's all I can say in my defense there. Um, Also, I don't know if you know this. We haven't plugged it in a while. But you may want to head over to iTunes or whatever thing it is you listen to this podcast on, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any of those, and leave us a review. Yeah, Talk we
0: really them. need some uh, need some reviews on there.
2: I don't know if we need them. Well, I, it's nice it's nice. Have.
0: I like to I like to go through I the haven't different.
2: Actually, checked if anybody's left a review in a while. Yeah, there's
0: been a couple of. Uh...
2: I think the last one was uh, Seth over at uh, Span Eye Blades. Mm-hmm. Left us a nice review, positive things. Yeah, um, that kind of thing. You also might want to support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com, Slant Prepping Badass. We send out cool patches. Now, some of you who in the last month have signed up are like, well, you know, my patch hasn't come. I'm working on it. It's in the car now.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's making progress. It's in
2: the car, so uh-huh. I'm ready. I mean, things are going to happen. I'm a mover and a shaker, you right, know? Right,
0: right. Now, if you guys want to get a hold of us, if you guys have uh, show ideas or critiques or anything like that, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. I do read the emails. Yep, we yep. do reply to all the emails. Sometimes it takes a week or so.
2: It does sometimes take a week or so. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think we're good. With that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
0: The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. <clears throat>